welcome to the Church of the Redeemers weekly podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. I will enter into his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. And I will enter into his courts with praise. We'll be thankful unto him and bless his name because he is good. His mercy endures forever. If you love the Lord today, do me a favor. Just show some signs and just hop up on your feet really quick if you can. And let's just give God the best praise that we can give him in this room. Come on, let's do that together. Hallelujah. Come on, are you glad to be in the house of the Lord one more time? Hallelujah. Let's go before the throne of grace. Father, we thank you and we love you because you are so good. You're so kind. You're so wonderful. You're so merciful. Thank you, Lord, for being who you are. Thank you, Lord, for being whatever we need you to be. You are the I am, Lord Jesus. Father, you sit high and you look low, and we praise you here below, God. We thank you, Lord, that heaven is your throne and earth is your footstool. Basically, you're in control of everything. And we thank you, Lord, since you're in control, we are not out of control. Nothing is not out of control. You do all things well. Thank you, Lord God, for another day and an opportunity to praise you, to tell you thank you to be in the living epistle read by all men, to, be, to tell of your goodness and to be an example and a model of your goodness and your greatness and your mercy and your grace and your love and your joy. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be your representation in the earth. Father, we don't take it lightly, God, but we say thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that we're back here in this great house with great people that serve a great and mighty God. Father, we're expecting something great from you today something that we've never seen before father we actually let you take what you've already done and do something new with it father you're just that big god you can take something that you've already done and show us a new revelation of it god that's just how good you are father give our give us spiritual eyes today give us spiritual ears lord that when we sing today god we won't hear just songs but we would hear your praises. We would hear worship and we would hear melodies from heaven. We would hear music in the air. And it would hit our spirits and prick our hearts to worship you, to praise you. Even the songs would uh, challenge us to change. Even the songs would challenge us to get better. Even the songs would challenge our lifestyle. God, because that's how great you are. Father, we ask for an anointing today, God, that destroys the yokes of bondage that changes our perspectives. Hallelujah. We ask you that you would turn these stony hearts of flesh in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the word bearer that's coming today. Our great pastor. Father, lift him up. Gird up his loins, Lord. Do it in his body in Jesus' name. Father, give him a word, Lord, that will shift us into the next level. Father, we ask you that you would touch everybody in the pews, those that are sick, those that are grieving, the bereaved families, Lord. We ask you that you would touch everyone that's lost to love one in this room, Lord. Father, you said that there is no sorrow or pain that heaven cannot feel. 
we thank you lord that you're a feeling god and you're a healing god as well father we ask that you would touch those that are watching by stream in jesus name we ask you these things in your name god and we know they are so in jesus name we pray everybody clap your hands and say amen look at somebody and say it's good to be with you in church this morning that's the wrong name, but they didn't smile when they said it. Smile at somebody and say, it's good to be with you in church this morning. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Come on, say it. Come on, everybody. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Come on, say I will enter. Come on. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his cause with prayer. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. One more time. I will enter. I will enter. I love a redeemer. I will enter. I will say this is the day that the Lord, oh yeah, I will rejoice for he has, come on, say he has made me glad, come on, he has made me glad, he has made me glad, I will rejoice for he has made me glad, oh he has made, he has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me Come on, he has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will, I will rejoice for he has made me Oh, he has, he has made me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I will rejoice for he has Come on, I will enter, I will enter. Oh, I will enter. I will say this is the day that the Lord. I will, I will rejoice for He has. See, He has made me. He has made me glad. Oh yeah. I will, I will rejoice for He has. Oh yeah. I will, I will rejoice. If he made you glad, go put your hand together. Come on, clap your hand. Come on, let's sing this part. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. This joy that say that this joy that I have the world didn't give it to me this joy 
This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for this day that you have made and you have invited us to join you in it. Because you have made it, oh God, it is good. And so we will rejoice and be glad in it. And so we come into your presence, oh God, no matter where we are, no matter when it is, oh God, you have invited us to come. And so we join together with our sisters and brothers and we come on one accord and we bless your name. Thank you for this worship opportunity, oh God. We won't hold back on praise. We won't hold back on worship for you alone are worthy. Thank you and be with us, oh God, even right now. We thank you and we love you together in Jesus' name. We pray, amen. Amen. Would you join us as we sing together with uplifted voices and hearts at the cross? At last ended my Savior and did my sovereign die Would he give on that sacred hand For such a one as I At the cross, at the cross Where I first saw the light And the burdens of my heart rolled away it was there by faith I received my hallelujah And now I am happy all the time Let's sing it again at the cross, come on At the cross It was there Verse 2, was it a crime? Was it a crime that I had done? He crowned upon a tree. Amazing city and grace unknown. 
look beyond degree. Come on, verse three. But tribes of grief, can I repay the debt of love I owe? Here, Lord, I give myself away. Tis all that I can. Come on, that's at the cross. Put your hand together. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. And now I am happy. Clap your hands at the cross, at the cross. Oh, yeah. And the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith. I received my sight. And now I am happy all the day. Good morning. Good morning. I will be doing the welcome and the announcements. Do we have anyone visiting with us here at the Church of the Redeemer, whether it's your first time or you just coming? Amen. We ask that you stand up so we may acknowledge you. Amen. And please stay standing. If you're on our virtual campus and you're visiting, please type in visitor. Our ushers are all handing out um, packets and we ask that you fill out the information in a folder and you place it in the offering bracket. Look at that. Look at them babies, y'all. Amen. Amen. And we welcome you on behalf of our pastor, the Reverend David S. Smith, the Church of the Redeemer, deacons, trustees, ministerial staff, and our church family. We welcome you. We ask that you enjoy and feel feel God's grace in his presence today. Join in on worship with us. You are part of our family. Amen. Amen. For the announcements, the week of August the 27th, church anniversary. Amen. Greetings to God be the glory. Yes, another year that God has blessed the Church of the Redeemer to be a beacon of light on on the hill of 24th Street. If you are interested in being on the church anniversary committee, please contact Deacon Lee Jones. Yes, 57 years. Amen. Ministry Expo 2023 on Sunday, September the 24th, 2023, after our 9 a.m. worship service, Pastor Smith is requesting a ministry recruitment event. All active ministries are encouraged to set up table space in the fellowship hall for the introduction of your ministry and recruitment. 
We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it so that it build itself up in love. Ephesians 4:15b 16 ESV. Let's connect, plug in, serve. Amen. Rice. If anyone would like to support a rice student by purchasing a book for them, the price is $14 each. Please send your donations to dollar sign R I C E C H A P E L, Rice Chapel and utilize the title book offering the following dates are additional dates for registration for rice tuesday august the 29th 5 p.m to 6 30 p.m thursday august the 31st 5 p.m to 6 30 p.m tuesday september the 5th 5 30 5 p.m to 6 30 p.m and saturday September the 9th, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. The location is the fourth floor of the Education Building, 2421 Dickinson Street. All returning and new students are invited to register for classes and purchase books. Books are purchased with cash only for $14. School starts Monday, September the 11th. Men's Usher Board. There will be a mandatory meeting for the male ushers on Saturday, September the 2nd, 2023 at 11 a.m. in the Fellowship Hall. If any males are interested in joining, please come out on Saturday, September the 2nd at 11 a.m. Redeemer Stars of Faith. Redeemer Stars of Faith will be back on September the 9th and will be recruiting children ages 3 to 18. If interested, please join us on September the 9th at 12 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. You may contact Deacon Linda Stewart or her assistant, Sister Gloria Miller, 267-586-6238 and Sister April Brown. 610-931-5797. Created Vessels of Worship. Bless, blessings, Redeemerites. The Creative Vessels of Worship will begin their 2023-24 season on Monday, September 11th at 6.30 p.m. We cordially invite anyone over the age of seven years old to join our praise dance ministry who's looking to minister through dance if you are interested in joining the ministry or learning more information please join us on friday september the 8th in the sanctuary at 6 30 p.m for an information session we look forward to seeing you there Contact Reba Cherry with questions at 215-385-3356. Girl Stouts. Amen. You may now register for the 23-24 membership year. 
please visit gsep.org and select join now. When registering, you can bypass the troop field, send all confirmations to South Philly Girl Scouts at Outlook.com. Your scout will be placed in the proper troop on, on a first come, first serve basis until all spots are filled. See any leader for more information. Food cupboard. The food cupboard is looking for assistance with the senior boxes on the first Tuesday of the month. Please contact Sister Harriet or Deacon Herman for further information. Prayer meeting and Bible study. Help on Zoom every Wednesday. Prayer starts at 6.30 p.m. Bible study begins immediately after. Meeting ID 861-737-1176. And the dial-in is 646-558-8656. All announcements are posted weekly on the cotrb.org website. Have a good day. Blessings. Amen, family. We thank God for the ministry of Church of the Redeemer and how we get to pray one for another. And so we ask and solicit your prayers of comfort on behalf of the family of Sister Helen Hardy, a faithful member of our church family who's gone on to be with the Lord. The family will be hosting private services uh, for the family, for immediate family on August the 30th. And so while we may not be in the room, certainly the Lord will be there. And so we solicit your prayers on behalf of the family. Uh, it will be available and live stream uh, via Mitchum Wilson Funeral Home. So you are welcome to join the family in that way as, as we uh, celebrate and send home uh, this saint to her great reward with the Lord. Uh, we also want to celebrate the prayer walk that just happened a couple of days ago. Amen. We want to thank God for all those who had a hand in the organization and in the visioning of the ministry of Jesus outside of the walls of the church and out into the streets. And we thank God for uh, how he is moving in the community through his people. So thank you to all those. It was an amazing time in the Lord. So just remember to continue to pray one for another, uh, for the names that we do know, for those who we don't know, but continue to lift up all of God's people all over the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Is there anybody that knows we serve an able God? I said, is there anybody that knows we serve an able God? Is there anybody that has the testimony of the three Hebrew boys when they were thrown in the fire? He said, King, we still will not bow to your God. We still won't bow to your image and you can throw us in this fire. And he said, our God, if he does not deliver us, he is well able. Man, I wish y'all understood what that meant. I said, is there anybody knows that knows that if he does not do it, that he is still well? I got two people that just hopped up right there. I mean, somebody that got a revelation about it. Is there anybody that knows that if he didn't, if he did not bring you out of the fire, it's because he plans on using it and getting the glory out of your story. I don't know what this is. I feel an anointing today. 
but he plans on getting the glory out of your story. I need about 10 more people that may be going through a storm right now. You ain't got to get up, but just lift your hands and just say, God, I know you're well able to do it. I said, lift those hands and open your mouth and say, God, I know you're well able. God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's gonna Don't give up on God, cause he won't give. Y'all screaming out loud, he's able. You have to clap your hands like he's able. Come on, y'all. Say that he's able. See, God is able. Come on. God is able to do just what he said. He's gonna fulfill, yeah. He's gonna fulfill. It's his promise to his children. Don't give up on God. Because he won't give up. Clap your hands, come on. If you know that our God is able. See, he is able. Yeah, we gotta move quick. I say one more time. Come on, lift your voice and say, "God is able." God is able to just what He said. He's gonna fulfill every promise. So don't you give up on God. Yeah. Everybody say he's able. I don't have much voice, but we're gonna do this together. Let's do it together. Oh, come on. Yeah. 
and amen. He is able. 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 Don't give up on God. Oh, 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 don't give up on God. Oh no. Oh, I know you're in a fire right now, but don't you give up on your God. Oh, I know you're in there because you're just serving Him, but don't you give up on God. Oh no, 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 and while you're in the fire, don't you lose your praise. While you're in the fire, don't you lose your yes. While you're in the fire, don't you lose your thank you. While you're in the fire, don't you lose your worship. While you're in the fire, don't you lose your hallelujah. While you're in the fire, don't you lose your dance. Don't you lose your yes. Don't you lose your yes. While you're in the fire, give God a fresh yes. While you're in the fire, just give him another yes. Because the fire is to make you fire is to mold you the fire is to consume you the fire purifies you oh, 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 oh. don't give up on God cause he won't give up on you why because Come on and testify. Somebody needs to know. Maybe I heard him wrong. Maybe he didn't say what I thought he said. God said I said what I said and I I meant what I said to you. But Lord, it doesn't look like what you said it would be. And he said it's not about what it looks like. It's about who I am. And I am, I alone am the able one. I alone am the one who set the moon and stars and plates. I alone am the one who continues to pump your heart every day. I'm able, and I'll do it if I said I would do it. Oh, God, thank you, Lord. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on God, because he won't. He won't. Thank you, Lord, that you won't give up on us. You're able. You're the exceeding abundant God, the one who can and will, the one spoken it was you're the one who's the mind regulator you're able thank you lord you're the heart fixer you're able you're the reconciler lord god you're able you're the body keeper lord god we thank you that you're able you're the protector god we're going to pray right here lord god we thank you that while we may not have believed it when we walked in this morning right now lord god we believe it and we are going to lift up our heads to you because you alone are able, Lord God. 
Even if we don't quite believe it, oh God, help our unbelief on today. You are the creator, God, the one who made it and it was. You are the one who spoke a word and light and darkness separated. You're able, oh God. You're the one who called us out of darkness and into your marvelous light. And if you can do that, oh God, you can do anything. You're able. You're the Savior, God. The one who came down in the form of flesh and hung upon a tree so that we might obtain the fruit of, oh God. Thank you. You reconciled us and brought us back. You brought us back. You brought us back. And we know if they don't know, you brought us back. That means you're able. You're the one who took needles out of arms, oh God. You're able. You're the one who took bottles out of mouths, oh God. You're able. Jesus, you saved us. You're able. You give us your peace. You're able, oh God. You're able to go into the hospitals, oh God, and walk the halls. Thank you, able God. You're the one who's able to cover us in your blood. You're able, God. You're the one who can dispatch your warring angels to fight on our behalf. You're able, God. You're the God who goes before us, plowing up the ground. You're able. You're the classroom sitting, God. Oh, yes, you are. You're the resume writing, God. You're able, God. You're the favor granting, God. Yes, you are, Lord God. You're the one who's in the hospital, in the courtroom, advocating for us. Yes, you're able, Lord God. You're the one who wipes away our tears. You're able, God. You're the one who sends them, oh God, with food to eat and clothes on backs. You're the bill-paying God. Oh, yes, you are. You're able to do exceeding and abundant above all that we can ask or think or imagine. Who is this God? He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the able God. Do you love him? Will you trust him? Even if he doesn't come right away, even if it doesn't look like you thought, will you trust him? Oh, he's able to do exceeding abundantly. Thank you, Lord, for your encouragement. We ask you, oh God, to forgive us of our sins. When we've doubted you, forgive us, able God. When we've gone outside of your way, off of the path that you have for us, forgive us, God. Wash us whiter than snow. We believe that you can do it, and you can use these hands, oh God. You can use these feet, because no matter where we've been, you alone are able. Thank you, Lord God, that you restore us back to you. Thank you that you refresh us with the washing of the waters. Thank you that you have called us to your presence. Thank you that we can come boldly to your throne. Hallelujah. And obtain mercy. We thank you, O oh Lord, that eyes have not seen. O oh God, he's able. And ears have not heard. He's able. And it's not yet entered into the heart the things that you have prepared for us. We receive it on today. Lift up your hands and say, yes, God. Yes, God. I'll go where you want me. I'll say what you want me to say. You can do it by your Holy Ghost power. You're able. And now unto him who's able. And now unto him who's able. And now 
unto him is able all glory and power dominion forever and ever hallelujah hallelujah we seal it in your name amen amen thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord Thank you, Lord. The word for this morning is in Romans chapter 12. Thank you, Lord God. You are the living word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12. Eyes haven't seen. Hallelujah. Just because you haven't seen it yet doesn't mean he won't do it. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12. From the ESV, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 8, read this way. Thank you for your word. We're ready to receive, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Open up and receive what God has for you. Even you. Even me. He'll do it. Verse 1, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is the good and acceptable and perfect will. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members and the members do not all have the same function so so we though many are are one body in Christ and individually members one of another having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us let us use them if prophecy in proportion to our faith if if, if service in our serving the one who teaches in, in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Thank you, Lord. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
Well, no, it's for everybody in this room, actually. That it won't always all be like this. The Lord will perfect that concerning me. Or sooner or later. Don't turn in your favor. Oh, turning around for me, around for me. Oh, around for me, around for me. Turning around for me, around for me, oh, around for me, around for me, yeah. turning around for me. Encourage yourself. It won't always. Concerning you sooner or later, turn in my favor sooner or later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn in my. I'm trying to hold this thing down, but let's hear it. saying encourage yourself in the Lord today I hear the Lord saying that for everybody just open your mouth and encourage your own self in the Lord everybody's problems isn't money everybody's problems aren't sickness those aren't the only things that we ask God for in church it's some stuff that we're dealing with in our families in our minds some trauma from years ago that we that just build up and 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 we're asking God to turn our situation around. It's not that we're broke. It's not the only thing black folk ask for in church. No, we got some real life stuff going on that we haven't been healed from. And we need God to turn it around for us. 
help us to change our perspective and our way of thinking because some of us are on the edge I need about five people to be real right here some of you are on the edge of leaving God some of you are on the edge and your faith is a bit shaky but I came to just prophetically speak to you today and tell you that it's turning around for you oh, oh yeah yeah oh situation we acknowledge your power we acknowledge your presence we acknowledge your strength and we don't want to do anything any day at any time especially at this day this sacred hour this sacred moment we don't want to do anything that is not sanctioned by heaven we don't want to say anything that is not sanctioned by you we don't want to move in a way that is outside of your move so we say have thine own way lord the burdens that we brought into the room and we take our burdens to you and we leave them there we 
look at the words of first peter which you said cast your cares upon you for you care for us and we trust your word today come in this room with a lot of cares we've come into this room with a lot of burdens we've come in this room with a lot of baggage but god we come into this room to leave our bags at the altar come into this room to receive your rest going too fast, I'm going too far too soon, but your word says there remains a rest for the people of God. We come into this room for your rest, and we ask that as we praise you, you would give us the restorative nature of your rest in Jesus' name. Restore us, renew us, because we've been in your presence. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Nobody can do this but you. We're tired in a way that sleep can't help it. Ah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're tired in a way that a good night's sleep won't help this one. Mm. Have thine own way. <laughs> Give us rest. Give us rest. Thank you. We'll praise you. We'll glorify you, we'll honor you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, it's good to see you here. It's good to see you this morning. It's good to see you this morning. It's good to see you. Now, I know this is, an, you know, this is inappropriate theology, theologically, but look up to heaven and say, God, it's good to see you this morning. Do it again. Do it again. Look up. Look up. Say, God, <laughs> I'm going to go back to my childhood. Blow Jesus a kiss. <laughs> the lover of my soul deserves all the love I have this morning. <laughs> Keeper of my mind deserves every bit of. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Some of y'all can leave your offering and be on your way because you got just what you wanted. <laughs> you got just what you needed. You don't need no more because he's in the room. He's in there. <laughs> he's in the room. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Uh. <laughs> You got time if you need time. Give him glory. You got time if you need time. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. You can stand. You can sit. I don't care what you do this morning because he's in the room. He's in the room. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Someone say transformed. By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say that through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself or herself more highly than they ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we, and let me pause there, I said himself or herself, and I modified scripture. Let me pause there because I just want to make, make it real clear that I'm not 
saying himself or herself to be inclusive for the benefit of being inclusive to be otherwise inappropriate. I'm being inclusive because when scripture was redacted, it was redacted out. The women were redacted out. But I believe that everyone, God, when God speaks through scripture, God is talking to us all. God is talking to us all. And these pronouns that they decided to use so that they could be modified and bastardized behind closed doors. We got to do the work required to teach right from the pulpit. Amen. Okay. So for as, as we have many members in one body, but all members do not have the same function. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another, having then gifts offering, differing, excuse me, according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith or ministry. Let us use it in ministering or serving. He who teaches in teaching, he who, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, and lastly, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The title for this sermon, title is, It's Mercy for Me. It's Mercy for Me. So this is the last in a series that we've been walking through. Look somebody, look at somebody again. This church is full, y'all. This do this does my heart real good. Look around, look around, look around. <laughs> look around. I know that we have typically about two thirds of the views that we see on a Sunday morning are seen online. But these numbers are growing. Praise his name. Y'all gonna have to get closer now. You got to make room for the people that are coming. <laughs> Because they're coming. Amen. Y'all going to have to start getting here on time and get closer. And make sure you don't think that we go on to another service. Praise his name. All right. We're at the end. Of <laughs> we're at the end of this. We're at the, <laughs> we're, we're at the end. If you don't catch us in, in the house, you can catch us on YouTube. Praise his name. You can catch us on Facebook on a Wednesday. Hallelujah. All right. We're at the end of a series. <laughs> At the end of a series, in this series over the last eight weeks, we've been talking through, we've been talking through the redemptive gifts of God. Everybody been with me? I'm talking through the redemptive gifts of God. And these are the gifts that are found in Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 8. There's a bunch of gifts. And for those of you who have, who have been with us on Bible study, you've been able to go through the spiritual gifts assessment. Amen? Amen. That's real low. I didn't hear all right, okay, the, those of you who have been with us on Bible study, you've been able to go through a spiritual gifts assessment to understand what your gifts and what your, what your gift is, how you've been gifted by God to operate in this world, amen? Y'all done that? All right, praise his name. And for those of you who have not been on Bible study with us, the link is on the website in the announcements, amen? Because we are gifted to go. We are gifted to go. And if you don't know how you've been created by God, you will be sent out into this world in a way that other people can use you, but God will get no glory. It's not what we're here for. That is not what we're here for. And so as we look at those gifts, as you get your results from the spiritual gifts assessment, what you'll see is a conglomerate of all of the gifts that are listed in Scripture. You'll see the manifestation gifts that are found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 
verses 8 through 10, listed in the spiritual gifts assessment. And we've talked about why they're there. We talk, we've talked about what they do. Those gifts are the ones where God interrupts the natural order of thing to let us all know at a moment's notice that God is still God. Say amen, somebody. That those are the gifts where God allows for us, just like he did this morning, to let us know that, yes, we might have an order of service, but I'm here today. Oh, bless his name. <laughs> Hallelujah. You might have a plan and you might have an agenda, but my agenda will trump every time. The doctor may have told you that you've got two weeks to live, but you better turn your face to the wall, baby. You better pray one more time and you better. Hallelujah. If you pray the right way, God's going to give you more years. Ask Hezekiah. Those are the manifestation gifts, the gifts where God interrupts us, interrupts us to let us know that God is still sovereign. Then there are the administrative gifts. They're listed in the spiritual gifts assessment, too. Don't get confused. Don't get confused. They're listed in the spiritual gifts assessment, too. They're in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 verse, verse 28. Those are the ones where God places you in a position. And when you get into that position, God then anoints you in that position to do the will of the Father. Amen? Amen? All right. These are the ones where you get to the place where God's called you to be. You've been working for a very long time, and now you're finally here, and you've been anointed for this. David wasn't a king. He was a king before he was a king. But when he got to the place where he became the king, anointed by the prophet to be there, chosen then by the people to be there, and then put in place as that individual. He was a king when he was killing lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Right? But when he got into the position, he knew how to slay a Goliath, too. So when he got there, when he got there, he was already called by God. But now he was in the position to do what he was called to do. Some of us already been called by God. And you're just waiting to get to the position that God has ordained and anointed you to be in, right? And those are going to be in the assessment as well. And then the lastly, the last, last ones, the last list are the ones we've been talking about. And these are the lists that I care about most because I feel like we've done a disservice with regard to these, this list of gifts. We've done a disservice because we're so, we've been so focused. I'm going too fast. I'm going too far. We've been so focused on what we're doing that we've not been focused enough who God created us to be. Redemptive gifts are the ones that are activated by both birthright. They're irrevocable by God. And those gifts are found in Romans chapter 12, verse 6 and 6 through 8. For as many as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we being many are one body in Christ. Somebody say one body. We're all working together and individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, say this with me, let us use them. Let us use them. If you are a prophet, prophesy in proportion to your faith. If you're a minister or a servant, minister or serve in proportion to your faith. If you are one who teaches, if you're a teacher, teach us. You're one who exhorts, exhort us. If you are an encourager, encourage us. If you are one who gives, give, 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 give. If you are one who leads, then please lead us. And lastly, if you are one who is called by God to show the world what mercy looks like, do it. Do it. And do it with joy. 
do it with joy. So what is this thing called mercy? Mercy, mercy is, is compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone who is within one's power to punish. That's what mercy is. Mercy is you being kind to someone that you don't have to be kind to. Showing someone kindness that you could otherwise punish. It's being nice to an individual that you would rather punch in the face. You got to be gifted by God to do that. I'm going to take my time this morning if that's okay. You got to be gifted by God to do that, right? Mercy, mercy is one of those gifts that you have to go to God for on a regular basis. Because sometimes, say amen, somebody, and that's my whole sentence, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes people don't know what they have not received from your hand. But mercy pled their case, amen? Mercy pled their case. God allowed for them to run up against somebody that had a temper but was merciful. You were able to punish them, but you decided just, you know what? Today, I'm going to be saved. Hallelujah. And you may be merciful. Now, that, that's, just, that's just a person who shows up, wakes up one morning and says, I want to be merciful this morning. But some of us are born like that, right? Some of us are created to be that way every single day. And you feel sometimes like a doormat, but you're not a doormat. You're not a doormat. You feel sometimes like people are abusing you and using you, but that's not what's happening. You're just walking in the authority of your created self. That's all that's happening. You're just walking in the authority of God's creation that you are. And so you may be a mercy-gifted individual if you are someone who, and this is the, this is the juice. Like, yeah, I don't, this is, the, I, that's all I got. This is the juice. <laughs> this is the juice for the mercy-gifted individual. The mercy-gifted individual is the one who can shut up all the noise, quiet it out, and tap into God's heart. You may be a mercy-gifted individual if when all around everything is going crazy, you have just an easy time to tap into the heart of God. You may be a mercy-gifted individual if you're one who's able to get along with everybody pretty easily, and you, don't, you rarely have enemies. You're safe. You're a safe person for those around you who are wounded. You can go to the grocery store, and people stop you and tell you all of their business. I mean all of it. They tell you all of their business. And you didn't come here. All you wanted was a box of cereal for your babies. But you go to the store and they're telling you everything. My big toe hurts on this foot and my little one on this foot. They're telling you everything. They crave. You're, if you may be a mercy gifted individual, if you're one who craves intimacy, specifically of the physical kind. Yeah, I said it in church. I said it in church. You may be a mercy gifted individual if you feel loved by physical touch. It's okay. You want to know? All right, let's stop. Stay here. Stay here. Stay here. You may be. No, I'm not going to fix nothing. <laughs> it's already fixed. And <laughs> so this is why she can't, she can't serve no more. <laughs> hear from God. You may be a mercy gifted individual if you hear from God, but you have a difficult time understanding or explaining to other people why God said what God said to you. You know exactly what he said, but you have no clue why. You have a hard time leading people into following the God that you know how to follow because you don't have the words to say this is what 
And this is why all you know is I know that I know that I know that I know that God told me to do this thing. Well, why did he tell I don't know why, but I know that I know that I know. I, all right. He, you may be a mercy gifted individual. If you hate confrontation, you may be a mercy gifted individual. If you become can often become an enabler of other people's sin. You easily enter the presence of God and you have a predisposition to worship. But there are weaknesses to this gift as well. Mercy gifted individual, their desire for intimacy and physical touch that allows them to feel close to God and others can also lead to impurity. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it just happens. If you're, if you're a mercy gifted individual, you crave what you crave so much until you don't care how you get it. Yeah, it's okay, it's okay. Put your head down, say, ouch, I don't care. And that it's okay. You, you may be a mercy-gifted individual if you are an enabler of other people's pain to the point where you are willing to allow somebody to be addicted to drugs because you can understand what they're going through. They might need a little bit of medication today. You may be a mercy-gifted individual if you're willing to compromise and let holy and unholy mix together. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> You may be a mercy-gifted individual if you're not willing to confront sin as it is exposed to you. And as the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, we need all the gifts. So if, so if we are one body with many members and the prophet is the one that tells us what to do. And the servant is one that is there to help us get it done. The teacher is the one to make sure we do it the right way. If we are one body with many members and the encourager is there to get us, help us get back up and try again when we fail. And the giver is there to have the resources that we need to do the will of God. Just last week, we learned the leader is there with the plan and the people that are ready, willing and able to do the work of God. Then the mercy gifted people among us are there to help us and to remind us to rest when we need it. Y'all didn't get it, did you? <laughs> rest when we need it. Every one of these seven gifts, the six of the seven, are doing gifts. Did you see it? All the six gifts above are doing gifts. The prophet, they talking, they talking, they talk. Shut up. They're talking, they're talking. It's good, it's right, but please, we don't want to hear right now. The servant is one that's busy, busy, busy working, trying to make sure everybody has what they need. The teacher is always teaching, no, not that way, this way, no, not that way, this way. What do you do? The encourager is there to say, no, baby, you got it. It's okay, get back up, get back up, come on, we can do it. The, the giver is there to say, hold on what you need, let me see. If I don't have it, let me go find it for you. There are all of these gifts, and the leader is the one that's trying to find the plan, the people, and the resources that are ready, that are willing, and that are able to get it done. And meanwhile, everybody's running around like a chicken with your head cut off. We're running right towards burnout. We're running, we're running, we're running, we're running right towards burnout. God doesn't want us to be so busy that we burn ourselves out. He doesn't want us to be so busy. <laughs> we burn ourselves out doing good things, missing the better thing. 
Let me go down real fast. The person, the person, burnout, burnout. Let me talk about burnout. Burnout, the feet, the symptoms of burnout are fatigue. Anybody tired in this room? I see every head bowed, every eye closed. <laughs> fatigue. Feelings of, feelings of apathy or dissatisfaction with, with work that you once enjoyed. You got headaches that you can't explain. A changes in your diet and your sleep pattern is off. You're burnt out. It's not that you're doing too much. It's that you're doing too much of what you weren't really created to do. You're burnt out. And the Bible says in Romans chapter 12 that the one who is to show mercy, created to show mercy, they're supposed to do it with joy. But sometimes... The ones who are looking at you being mercy created, merciful in your creation, they get mad at you. (laughs) They get mad at you. The best example that I can find in Scripture, the one that jumps out of the pages of Scripture for me, is found in the book of Luke. Look at them, the two sisters. Y'all know these two sisters? Mary and Martha. It says in the book of Luke, as. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her her home. Uh Uh-huh. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was all around. That's not what the Bible says. That's not what the Bible says. Martha was distracted with much serving. (laughs) And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me alone to serve? Why don't you tell her to get up off of her, do nothing, (laughs) and do something? Tell her then, she says in scripture, tell her then to help me. Verse 41, but the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious. (laughs) Hallelujah. And you're troubled about many things. One thing. Is necessary. One thing. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. If I can talk a little bit about what mercy gifted individuals are called and created to do, they're called and created to help us be turned back to what we were called and created to do. See, the amount of busyness that we experience in our culture creates anxiety. That's what Martha was showing. Jesus said, Martha, you're anxious and you're troubled about many things. And I will offer that more times than not when I have sleepless nights and I'm dreaming about work and I'm thinking too much about the things that are going on around me, it's because I'm anxious and I'm troubled. Maybe it's because I'm operating out of an administrative function and I'm anxious and I'm I'm troubled. Maybe it's because I'm operating out of a desire to see God interrupt the natural order of things in the world today and to stop this gun violence and to heal those that need to be healed and to save those that need to be saved and to deliver those that need to be delivered. And I'm walking around here and I'm anxious. I'm anxious and I'm troubled and I'm not living out of my created self. Just doing, being who God created me to be. I'm doing everything that I see needs to be done in the world. But I am not being with my God.
God. I have not taken time away from my doing to rest in the arms of Jesus. Not taking time away from the work that I've been called to, to rest in the hands of the one that created me and knows everything about me. So as I work and as I do and as I, I show myself available to all of the world, I find myself fatigued and a good night's sleep won't help it. Find myself apathetic or dissatisfied with the work that I was called to do when I was three years old. All right, I find myself having headaches that Excedrin migraine won't fix. Find myself sleeping in ways that don't make sense. Waking up at one o'clock when I'm already waking up at four o'clock, Miss Anna. I mean to wake up at four, four thirty. But I'm up at one and can't get back to sleep. What is going on? Why? Because I've not found myself in the arms of my Savior. <laughs> find myself doing all the things that I want to do. I find that I'm not finding myself doing the things that I'm created to do. But if I can borrow a phrase from Pastor Waller, get in trouble, David. <laughs> the things that the church is seeing are the things that the world is also seeing. We are measuring ourselves as busy people. We're measured by our calendars and how full they are. We're focused on our meetings and how effective they've been. We're run by our schedules and we're driven to do, do, do. But if I could call the church back to its created self, what I will call us back to is the fact that the church is called to be countercultural. <laughs> countercultural. And as a church, we are so interested in what we do that we've not fully understood who we are. We've, gotten a, we've got a hundred ministries in the church, but only four of them are effective. Now, two full-time jobs and 13 part-time ones, and we're still struggling to enjoy our lives. We're doing so much on the outside while we're still hurting, bound and defeated on the inside. God hasn't called us to be human doings. God has called us to be human beings. And if and as you are called by God as a mercy gifted individual, it is your job to make sure that all of us get back to this place called rest. Acts chapter 2 verse 38 says there remains a rest. For the people of God, repent every one of you and be ye saved, baptized, because there remains a rest for the people of God. And as we are looking at the parts of creation, we're looking at the parts of creation as we look at the way that God allowed us to be. We look at the way God allowed us to be. We looked at the prophet. All of these, these first six were in Genesis chapter one. Looked at the prophet, Genesis chapter 1. Prophets called to expose light in dark places. This is the days of creation. I'm almost done. Prophet call, is called to expose light in dark places. Let there be light. Right? And there was light. The servant is called by God to clear the air. There's a firmament. And there's a separation. And the, 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 the servant is the one that's called by God to make sure that communication functions appropriately. At the 
the enemy, the prince and power of the air is not there to distract or destroy the message. The servant says, no, that's not what I said. That's not what God said. This is what God said. The teacher's there, called by God, called by God birthright to feed God's people. That's when the waters were separated and dry ground came and there was fruit. He started, the exhorter was there, called by God to reveal God to others. The giver is there, called to multiply. That's when the birds came and God blessed it. The leader is there as a birthright. Birthrights God gave the leader is dominion. And that's the end of chapter number one. The end of chapter number one. That's not the end of creation. <laughs> that's the end of chapter number one. But that's not the end of creation. Because creation goes on in chapter number two. Chapter number two, verses two, verses one through three read, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished. See? And all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day. On the, on the seventh day. God finished his work. That he had done. There ain't no period there. Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> God finished his work. That he had done. And. He rested. 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 On the seventh day from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day. And he blessed other days. He blessed other days. He blessed other things that happened on other days. But God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Your after-church nap is a holy experience. Your vacation every year, that's a holy experience. You, can, you got something. You got something. You can play it if you want to. It's cool. Your, your vacation every year is a holy experience. You're practicing how to say no. It's a holy experience. It's a holy experience. Yeah, it is. It is. That's where the period goes. No. Period. That's what sometimes where the exclamation point needs to go. No. Your ability to allow for everybody else that you see as too busy, that's a gift from God. And your ability to tell all the other six gifts, mercy gifted person, your gift to tell all the other six gifts to go sit down somewhere. It's a holy experience. So if we need the prophet, if we need the servant, if we need the encourager, if we need the teacher, if we need the giver, and if we need the, the leader, we so much more need the mercy. Because without rest, we will all burn out. Even Jesus took time away. And so I ain't got a hoop. I have no holler for you. What I do have is an invitation to rest. It's all I have. 
It's Labor Day weekend coming. You hear me? Say amen to somebody now. It's Labor Day weekend coming. I need you to get you some good ribs. Beef or pork, whatever you so desire. I need you to get you some good burgers. I, be, what, I don't know about that vegan stuff. I need to get you some good burgers. I need to make sure you understand that there, I'm sorry, there's, there are moments and there are times. Y'all do what you want to do. Get this impossible meat if you need to get this impossible meat, but it's impossible for me to eat this impossible meat. Whatever you need to do, you go on and do it. But what we, what we need to be reminded of in this moment is that God has not just created us to do. God has created us to be. So for the mercy gifted people, every head bowed, every eye closed, if you don't mind, for the mercy gifted among us, for the mercy gifted among us, I free you from the desire to be a doer. For the mercy gifted people among us, I free you from the desire to be a doer. And I free you to allow yourself to crawl into the arms of the created one, your king, your master. I free you to do that. I free you from your calendar. By the power of God, I free you from your calendar. And I free you to walk into the arms of your Savior. I free you to sleep. I free you to nap. I free you to take advantage of what rest looks like. Because you are our example of peace in this world. And as you show us, we will watch and we will see and we will be blessed by your example. So God, I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your grace. And I thank you for your anointing. And I ask God that for all the busy things, all the busy ones of us that are doing, 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 that you would allow us to enter into your rest this morning. You would allow for us to understand that it's not sinful to be rested. You would help us to understand that it's okay for you to call us away so that we can call, be called into your presence. We'll thank you for it, and we'll praise you for it. The doors of the church are open. Come on, y'all. Listen, there's, there are a lot of you who um, are looking to figure out where to plug in to a church, where to figure out. You're looking to figure out how to come to Jesus, and you've been, you've been pulled in this direction. Holy Spirit's been talking to you, and you've been sort of, your heart's sort of been tugged, and it's, that's, that's God. It's not us. We're not doing it ourselves. That's God. Um, and as you're being pulled and tugged in this direction, I just want to make an invitation. We're not trying to strong arm you. Jesus is doing that. Just want to make an invitation to you to say, come now. If you've never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, now is your time, and today is your day. Come. Come now. Come now. If you have accepted Jesus, but you've walked away from him, that's okay too, but come. Come back. Come back. God wants you to come back home. And if you're looking for a church home. Church of the Redeemer Baptist is a great place for you to call home. We're going to do everything that we possibly can, not just to do what we're called to do, but to do it out of our created selves so that none of us gets burned out in ministry. Amen. Hello. Hello. <laughs> none of us get burned out in ministry. And I know that it's already happened to many. But God is willing to redeem and restore. Amen. God is willing if you let him. If you, if you need to be saved, if you need to return to Jesus, or if you need a church home, come now. Come now. Virtually, if you're worshiping with us, just say it to me. 
You got it. We offer Christ to you. celebrate the Lord of the Word. And this entire series where God has encouraged each of us and reminded us that we have been called and gifted. We thank God. We thank God. And now we uh, have the opportunity and the great blessing to be able to operate in another one of the gifts, which is giving. And it's, we're being called by God to give. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, 10, and 11, He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. Lord, we thank you for an opportunity to give. And as we come, Lord God, thank you for reminding us that this is a great opportunity, and so bless us as you have given to us. Amen. The ushers will be leading us today. Unto the Lord, 
blessing of the benediction we want to let you know that there are some book bags available for young people after service in the fellowship hall so if you have a young person here or with you or no one that can benefit please stop by the fellowship hall and take advantage of that blessing amen amen our hearts are burning with the word and we are grateful amen Amen. Let us give the offering, the uh, closing prayer. Lord God, we thank you for this opportunity to come in and worship with your people. Thank you for your word and for worship. Thank you for all that we have witnessed with our eyes and ears and our hearts. Thank you for the word that had been prepared for us today. And even as we leave this place, Lord God, but never your presence, we thank you that you go before us, around about us. And for those of us who have called on your name, you are in us. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. And all God's people say amen. Amen.